Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How's it going? Oh my gosh, so good. Cheers. Cheers, baby. Thanks for always having your home stocked with decaf tea for me. I appreciate it. I've got to have my decaf queens covered. That's right. I'm all amped up on the old yeah, we decaf. Don't, we don't need you getting any more spicy or fruity. <laughs> um, so I missed you. Didn't miss you. Well, I missed you a lot. Of course I missed you. I always miss you whenever I don't get to see you. You've been busy building your shed. You mm-hmm. haven't had time to miss me. I actually have... You guys laid the foundations of my sheddy. Hold on, I'm just gonna get my notes up. I'm so shit at this. I've written notes this week because last week I was like, there are some things I've really got to remember when I go on the podcast. What is taking until I was pressing record? We've sat here for an hour talking about stuff. I know. <laughs> now we won't remember anything. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've done two. Double check the sound. Double check the sound. We did that. Check, check, check. I've triple checked. Yeah. The camera. The camera. Yep. Because last week we didn't record any of the visual. Yeah. Which was your fault. Now, this is awkward because two of the things uh, that I need for this show are on my phone. Oh, oh, man, do you think you can remember? No. You see, I think okay. people are suffering from this right now in general. Will keeps walking into the room and going, Lucy, am I supposed to be doing something right now? And I say, no, Will, you're fine. I think this is kind of common during COVID. People have just kind of lost Our the plot. Have gone. Yeah, I can't... Um... All right, well, we're going to have to cut and get your phone and do the whole thing. No, 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 no. Shall we? (laughs) Idiots. Oh, oh, God. Also you, also you. I think I've officially lost it. I don't think that was the moment that you officially lost it. What? It was on your phone. It was so important that we had to cut. Jesus. It was some things which I want to say. Okay, we're going to start with some listener feedback. Listener um, appreciation. <laughs> you are in such a zone today. What did you put in my it. tea? A little bit of Greek. All right, so we are going to be sharing pretty regularly from now on listener feedback. Okay, um, so some feedback on our latest episode. Which was? Abby Bella, Abduct Me Daddy. How could we forget? Um, never forget. Um, never forget. <laughs> Abby Bella. Nikki says, I think Abby believes that she was abducted. However, I think it's one of those things where you had to be there. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, you definitely did. Not sure if Abby was. (laughs) I don't think Abby was there either. um, We'll speak more about this. I have a lot to say, and so do you, since we've now recovered from last week. Yeah, do you know what? Like, we just got off of that and we were like, okay. Anyway, um, moving on. (laughs) We didn't say one word about it. I oh, know, it's because I was shell-shocked. Another yeah, you were more says, shocked than I was. Yeah, you. Yeah, because you've been in Hollywood a long time. You've seen a lot of weird shit. Right, right. 
Um, another listener, AJ, says, You guys were so respectful during this conversation. Kudos to you both, because honestly, when Annabelle asked if the boyfriend and his friends had an Instagram, I ugly snorted and was immediately ashamed. <laughs> yes, we did try to be as respectful as possible. Um, another listener said that they had to stop listening several times during that interview because it was stressing them out so much. So sorry for anyone that we stressed out and um, that wasn't our intention. We were also stressed out, which is why we moved on really quickly from it. Highly. We moved on Um, without a single word. In some non-Abby-related feedback, Sarah says, in a recent episode, we mentioned an earlier episode where we talked about haunted houses, and Annabelle, you mentioned your home in Pennsylvania, and Lucy and you both had scary stories. Well, unfortunately... Would you like uh, to tell the audience what happened to that episode, Annabelle? In my griefy state, I think, shortly after the crash, I panicked and I cancelled all of my subscriptions. And I threw everything in my junk away. And I think I threw that episode away because we had recorded it two days before. I'm sorry, it was a mistake, but also... It's okay, you're off the hook for this one, but it just means we're... Look, we'll re-record we'll it. record it. Maybe, why, don't, why doesn't that be our next episode? Next week. Yeah, Spooky next stories. week will I'll be... tell you about my dad's haunted house in Pennsylvania. I'll tell you about my mum's haunted house in Hampshire. You can tell us about the fucking scary story you sort of told us about your parents' house. My sister has some little visitors that have been seeing her since she was in her 20s. So, yeah. listen, I let you down, but it's not the end. And we'll do it. And um, sorry, and moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we did an Instagram poll about what you guys thought we should call my she shed my sister was very annoyed that i had said that it might be called the fuck shack yeah she wasn't having it and she it. said that i should delete that post and she said it was very pedestrian of me to say something like that and i said um that's too bad <coughs> and i said so i shouldn't get some numbers for the front door that say 3132 and a half the fuck shack and she said, no, don't do not that. Not the best, yeah. Um, I don't know if she just like is saying that I'm not allowed to have sex on her property. Well, I think she's saying, like, keep it on the DL. Okay, I think I should be able to have sex in the shed. Of course you should, but, you know, I think broadcasting it far and wide might be a little overwhelming for like your that sisters. Like, that's where I fuck. In that shed. I think the persona that your sister has built in her community. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't want to sign this as fuck. Have it tarnished by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my my fuck shack's gonna be the thing to tarnish all. Yeah, right. Reputation in the community. Well, do you have other ideas in mind for the name of your new cottage? No, but the listeners had some really good. Oh good, what did they come up with? Stupid ideas. Um, CC007LA says, the room of endless dreams. Oh, I love that. Well done, CC. CC. Uh, Vanilla Sad says, the shanty shack. I'm not so keen on that. Sorry, maybe. The shanty shack? Yeah. Feels a bit piratey Feels a bit, like, poor. (laughs) Oh, Oh, a shanty! Oh my god! A shanty means a 
run down. Ew, stop being poor, Annabelle. Okay, moving on. Sarah says the comfy cottage. You're not cutting that comfy out. Comfy cottage is, is cute. Funny as fuck. Comfy cottage is cute. I like Kim's suggestion, which, which is Kim's? a more dignified version of the fuck shack. What? The sensual sanctuary. I love the idea of sanctuary. Yeah. For the name of a home. So I got three suggestions that said it should be called the sanctuary. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That... It's also a bit sort of like hempy, a bit like gonna stick a jade egg up my pussy careful that's what my home is called careful exactly. okay um okay someone says 100 percent the fuck shack thank you for your support olivia um the shrek shack i don't understand i don't get it i don't get that one unless that's a hater do i look like shrek sometimes mm. um but just at night the ho hut the ho hut that's good the, did, the Didlin cabin. I don't think your sister's going to go no. for those, though. Actually, I think she would like the Ho-Hut. The Ho-Hut is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, PMS Place, TM. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I may... Ha- this is giving me ideas. I think I'm going to get some different signs made up, and depending on... You do some mock-ups. Yeah, just like... When I've got my period, it's PMS. Yeah, place. they could be interchangeable. When I'm feeling frisky, exactly. it's the Ho-House. Yeah, that's right. Um... Glamour, PhD, says Serenity. Love it. My nephew, Harry, says The Witch is Hot. I love him. And then Mon says Shedabelle. <laughs> Shedabelle. These people are genius. I know. We have really smart listeners. I know. Um, they're much smarter than us. Why are they listening to us? I don't Guys. know. <laughs> um, the Shack in the Back. That's a great one. That's like very like surfy. Like maybe I'm going to make you a tiki drink. Yeah, you're going to need <laughs> 10 mock-ups that are interchangeable yeah, yeah. throughout the month. Yeah, depending on my zone, depending on my mood. It could be like a days of the week kind of thing. Oh, you'll see the sign on the door and you go, oh, don't come knocking. Nope. <laughs> Not a good time. Okay, so that's it for our listener feedback. All right. Um, Will and I are deciding on a name for our home at the moment. Um, which home is that? Uh, the one in L.A. Yes. Thank you. Noble question. We'll get to that in a bit. Multiple homes on the horizon. Uh, we went to this castle in Scotland mm-hmm. and called, we're not quite sure how to pronounce it, somewhere between Cavill Rock and Caverlock. But uh, oh, those are two very different words. I know we can't yeah. quite figure it out because got, the spelling is so I fucked up. I know at up. least one Scottish listener. Hello, Scottish listener. Hello, Sean. Friend hey, of Sean. The pod. Friend of me. Send. We'll send it to him. He'll tell us. He'll tell us. But yeah, we're looking at Caval Caval Rock ca- Cottage. Cute. I love that. Because it was that should be for your. You just. Wanting to go straight for it, aren't you? We have a few things to talk about before we get to we my next a few adventure. To talk about. Do we have anything in the news this week? We got a few things to You guys, I'm a singer. From the desk of Annabelle Jones. It's not world news. It's not important news. It's Annabelle news. Okay, you guys, this is disturbing okay and the reason it's disturbing is because disturb us daddy (laughs) this was the absolute love of my life um cue aaron carter aaron carter is going to be doing a fully nude vegas review after a stint on OnlyFans, explaining his views on nudity he told variety magazine 
I think the naked body is a beautiful thing. And we were all born naked. That's true. So now he's going to sell tickets? This is this show is described as a campy 60-minute gay musical review in which all the male cast mem- members perform in their birthday suits. Tickets range from $74.99 to $149. I'm wondering what you get for $149. (laughs) VIP package. You know we're going to this. I would fucking You know we're going opening night, front row. Unless there's a better section. Is there like a splash zone? Oh my god. Like what are these price tiers? Let's actually do this. I need to know the difference between the $74.99 ticket and the $150. Only fully nude reviews starring Aaron Carter, Naked Boys, singing. Click here for tickets. Let's go. September the 8th. Let's go. It's in like three weeks. I'm down. (laughs) I'll go go. to Vegas again in the height of the Delta I'll get us rooms. The Dizzy D. Yeah. The Dizzy D and me in Vegas looking at Aaron Carter's cock. I don't want to see it. Yes, I do. (laughs) How are we not going to laugh? Have you ever been to a male strip thing before? I've been to Thunder from Down Under in Vegas like eight times and it's fabulous. I love it. I went to Magic Mike. Love you, Will. Don't listen to this. <laughs> he never listens to okay, the podcast. Okay, good. Like when my friends are like, "Oh, the friends that I'm with," I'm like, "Yeah, I don't listen to your show." I'm like, "Why would you listen to my show? We talk all the time. It's just the same show." I that know we talk my about. friends are listening to it every day. They're like, "I have to go now. I have to listen to your show." I'm like, "Are you crazy? You're not. You're not going to be like, oh, by the way, Abby Bella, right? You know, yeah. Or like, oh, I guess by the way, is, Aaron Carter's cop. This is a side of us that they just don't get." It's our little cuties. They're cr- you know, yeah, it's our little cuties. <laughs> romp zone. <laughs> the romp zone. Yeah, we have to go to this. I was never... I, I'm, this is making me sweat. I'm talking too- about Aaron Carter's willy. Oh, anyway. I saw Aaron Carter in his snowsuit on the slopes for the crazy little party girl video. I almost lost my mind. I don't know what any of that is, but I know I will be in Vegas. It's got me real hot. For this. Real hot under the collar. So yeah, yeah, I saw Thunder from Down Under and I was drawn especially to one in particular named... Um, Does it matter? Nope. It really doesn't. And they have the worst fake Australian accents. Yes, why are they all Australian or are they not? Thunder from Down Under. Oh. They're all supposed to be Australian. Wow. Donovan, that was his name. Wow. Donovan. I just had one of my really dumb dumb moments. Okay, moving on from that. <laughs> fucking hell. I went to Magic Mike and I thought I was going to fly Magic out Mike? through the roof. Have you seen the movie Magic Mike? No. You should watch it, babe. Not when Will's around, but you should watch it. <laughs> it's about some strippers, male strippers. And there was a Magic Mike live review, so we went to that. The thing that sent me over the edge was they did this fake um, doing laundry day thing and they were wearing their tight Levi's and their boots. So they like ripped their Levi's off, right? throw them in the machine and then all of the soap starts flying up the machine all over them and then they get like a their t-shirt and they put it in the soap and then they like squeeze the soap down their back and it goes down their butt and I thought I was just going to take <laughs> off through the roof I couldn't well someone figured out what women want it's actually getting me sweaty just wow yeah it. you're having a hard time over there um it's yeah okay so funny like we took my niece to the, well, the whole family went to the circus in Santa Barbara the other day. And, um, which by the way, if you haven't been to the circus, it's really fun. Like a circus in a tent? Yeah. With an elephant? No, no animals. 
We wouldn't go if there was animals. Oh, okay. They had fake animals. They had stuffed animals. Wow. How but the it times was, have changed. Dude, it was so fun. And when I was watching it, I think because of how much our lives are simplified, because yeah. of COVID, mm-hmm. it was like I could really enjoy it. Oh. Because it was a spectacle. And I was like, wow. I would love to go to that. How long is it going on? It's gone now, but they travel oh, around. they travel around. Another one will come. Yeah. Um, and there was a man that was very muscular and, like, tattooed. And I thought that my niece Lauren was... Her and her friend screamed. <laughs> when he walked onto the stage with no shirt on, they screamed. And every time he came on and did anything, they were beside themselves. Which is so funny How because... Cute. They're 13. They don't know what they're feeling. Aww. They just know they just love it. They're just, like... It's so thrilling. Their minds are just, like... And then they followed him on Instagram and the whole Aww. thing. Can you imagine if when we were younger, we could have followed hot boys that we saw? Oh online? my God, my life would have been a mess. I would have been in jail for being a stalker. I would have been pregnant. <laughs> Moving on from this. Old enough to bleed, old enough to breathe, Lucy. <laughs> Oh my god, moving on. I can't move on quick enough from that comment I just made. All right. My last bit of news, actually, this has just reminded me. If you guys want the most glamorous, fantastic Instagram follower of your life, follow Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, I discovered her Instagram the other day. She puts bikinis on and she's just like, you know how Liz Hurley's all like, va va Yeah, she's always sexy just... voice. I'm putting on my tightest dress and I'm going to the opera. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Like literally, it's just her doing that to Instagram. And she's just like frolicking in the grass and like flitting her hair around and just like posing to the camera. And I'm there for it. 110%. She looks fucking sexy. If I can look like that at 56 years old. She's always just falling out of her clothes. Oh, she's just She can like, barely keep them on. She's They're just draped. My sisters and I would call a pulsating vagina. Just so you're just like, that's, that is about for, made for sex. Your that's sisters a, and you call people pulsating Yeah, vaginas. like a woman that's just like all sex. That's just like, mm. And then a throbbing that's, clock that, is the male version. That's what they call me, right? That's what they call me. Big time. Yeah. Wrapped up in my blanket over here. <laughs> oh, granny's got some... Oh, granny's cold over here in the middle of the summer. In the meantime, sweating. <laughs> Annabelle. She's still over here. I need to take these pictures of Aaron Carter. Vetsing about Aaron Carter. <sighs> All right, well, thanks. From the desk of Lucy Wong. And you haven't made up any intro for me at all. Just the same as mine. Well, then do just it. New, do you I know just, it? I just did it. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, from Desk of Lucy. It's not. Oh, it's not world news. It's not important news. It's Lucy Welsh's news. right. Okay, thank you. So, are you ready to watch the most boring show ever? I think I already have. What? Sounds like my cup of tea. If you're visiting... Fukuoka, Japan, on a budget. Mm. There's a hotel that has you covered. You can stay for about $1.50 a night. Okay. But there's a catch. Oh, God, yeah. You allow the hotel to live stream your room to their YouTube channel. And so far, more than half a million viewers have tuned in to watch strangers sipping tea, reading... No one's checking. Well, you have to pay the, the higher price. Oh, for, you, you can know. see some diddling there. if you want to. 
They say, don't worry, the bathroom is private. So that's where the diddling's happening. That's where the diddling's happening. But I'm sure, I don't know, how would they, how, is it extra? We'll have to look into this. Listen, I'm going to get a subscription to this. I'm going to see what the deal is and I will report back next week. To see Please if it's X-rated or if it's... I mean, it's the Truman Show, basically. If you ever find yourself in Japan on a budget, look it up. I think, like, the next season of our podcast... I love how we just make up seasons. I know, me too. Really the first one it. had, like, three and a half and episodes, now and now 50. we've had, like, 80 hundred. Yeah. 80 hundred? <laughs> oh we just go, and we do all of this weird shit. Like, we go to Aaron Carter's thing. Yeah. We go to the fucking fuck hotel yeah. in Japan. Yeah. We go visit Abby and Bella we'll, like, in tell London. People. We'll go to her wedding. Mm-hmm. We'll tell people we're going to be at Fuck Hotel. And we'll be like, hi, guys. Yeah. I would do that with you. Uh, yeah, me too. Looks like we're going to have our own travel show. So speaking of Abby Bella's wedding, let's <laughs> talk about it. Let's talk about it, okay? People are dying to know. We're dying to know from each other. Because last week, we sat there very lovingly yeah. interviewing Abby about being in love with her alien abductor. And we didn't have anything to say after. I think we were both absolutely shell-shocked and stunned into silence. Yeah. And we've had a week to think about it. Um, So do you want me to start or would you like to start? I'm like disassociating already just thinking about it. So here's the big question in everybody's mind. Listeners... Do we think she was telling the truth? Do we think she's lying? Or do we think that she really believes what she's saying? I'm going to go with she is an actress who wants to make some buzz happen for herself. I think that she's really smart for that. Do you? (laughs) I just think she's full of shit. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I wanted you to say. So, yeah, she's full of shit. Yeah. But here's the thing. When we started that conversation and when we reached out to her, we didn't know, are we dealing with somebody here that has been abducted by aliens? Right. Are we dealing with somebody that is mentally ill? Are we dealing with somebody that's full of shit? We didn't know. No. So during that interview, we were trying to understand this person and what they were doing you and I are not used to... We've interviewed our friends and yeah. our family. This is the first time that we've interviewed somebody that we don't know that is controversial in the sense that, like, this is a situation where we're like, is this real? Is this not real? So we didn't really know exactly how to handle it afterwards. I think we handled it well and respectfully and really kindly during the chat. Yeah, we did. But afterwards... We had no idea what to do. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> no. And I think that during the chat... For me, it was really hard. It was a bit like trying to get blood from a stone with Abby. I know. There was... I thought... I I, I just... I thought it was going to be way different. I thought... I did too. I thought we were going to be able to go into her childhood with her to, like, see what... What had led to her going down this... Well, I mean, we're not going to do that in half an hour with somebody... I know. know, but she just... There was... It was like... She didn't want to give anything away. No. Nothing. Um, and then forget, okay, you don't want to give personal stuff away. I completely understand that. Um, and totally from the perspective of, like, if this is just 
a gag and it's bullshit, she's not going to go down the route of like, I'm fucked up because it's not that serious to her. So she doesn't want people thinking that she's fucked up over something that she ultimately doesn't give a shit about. Right. However, it was really hard. It wasn't like an easy interview. It was like we really had to, for lack of a better word, sorry, probe to get... <laughs> Good one. To get... um anything from her but even about the alien stuff yeah it was it was pretty roundabout but the bottom line is that she hates men so much that her point is that she would rather fabricate an alien boyfriend yeah than deal with a man although that's confusing too because she's dating people on dating apps non-stop in the end didn't she say once we'd stopped recording she said like Um, She said, my point is that marrying a piece of air (laughs) is better than marrying a man. (laughs) And that really just summed it all up. Oh, honey, who hurt you? Who did this to you? Yeah, who did this to you? I just want their address. I just want to talk. Yeah, Yeah, I just Imagine, like, being so disillusioned with dating that you are taking an inflatable alien out to dinner and... um, Feeding them asparagus. yeah. Of all the things, by the way, I was gonna if I would feed my man on a date, it's not gonna be asparagus. Not gonna be that. That's the least sexy thing yeah. on the planet. No, I don't. Or want any that. other planet for that yeah. matter. Maybe on his planet, it's a sexy effort. Maybe. Yeah, I tried to get her to talk about her father, and her parents. Yeah. But she wouldn't go into that. It sounds. She just like, said she did not have a good relationship. Yeah, and she with used them. the word toxic. Yes. Where did she say she's from? Poland. Something. Isn't it Poland? Yeah. yeah. I think that that's really interesting to me that she's from Poland, but she's reinvented herself as this. She has like a Texas accent. Blonde head. Thank you. Oh my god, my little. That whole squeaky vocal fry. It's the Playboy Bunny thing we talked about. Exactly. But she's. It's being frozen at a younger age where you're. Like a busty girl from Poland who looks like she could probably club you to death. You know? Yeah. And it's. And it's, there is just, alien stuff aside, what I now feel is fascinating is that, is that she's gone from Poland and gone all over the world, completely reinvented herself, landed now in Canary Wharf, did she say? <laughs> East Which End. is like such a strange place to live. Um, it's really fun. And there's a lot of sexy bankers there. Mm-hmm. Uh... And probably not a fun place to be if you hate trying men. Trying to be an actress, but does she hate men? Or is it attention? A ploy to get men, like she said, to be like to compete for her. I'll show you a good time. Right. I'll take care of you. Because it's nothing more attractive to some people than a little wounded, broken body. Yeah. Um. Anyway, very uh, entertaining. I thought she was unbelievably sweet. She was so nice. I still want to go to the wedding. Yeah, oh, please. I really want to go to the wedding. Like, I'm, I am on her side. Me too. I am Team Abby. Me too. Team Abby all the way. I would love to know more about her. I would love to have a deeper conversation with her. I don't know if you can. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Shots were fired. <laughs> um, but, okay, so Abby aside, yeah. do you believe in aliens? Uh, Yeah. Right? Yes, of course. Like, yes. who doesn't believe in aliens? I do. I, I believe that there is life on other planets. I don't... Yeah. I don't believe in a in a tall, lanky, green 
alien in a flying saucer coming down. That's a psyop. That's just like you know, that's not real. That's that's propaganda. Yeah, I believe in life on other planets. Absolutely. I've started watching this. Oh my god, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When somebody says to me that they don't believe that there's life on other planets and that there's aliens. They usually don't believe the Holocaust happened either. Or that we landed on the moon. <laughs> what I think is so interesting about it is like, it's a human condition. I mean, so many people don't believe in aliens. Yeah. But it's just this human condition where it's like, we, are so, we think that we're so brilliant that we're the only people, the only beings in the vast, expansive, as far as we know, endless universe. You think that us human beings who are so primitive who can barely do anything. We can't even keep ourselves alive. Mm-hmm. You think that we're the top of the chain. We're as good as it gets. No. You're not a shark. You could be surfing on your little boogie board and a shark could munch you. You're not the best. You're just a little sack of meat with a bank account. You're just a sack of meat with a <laughs> bank account. So I'm going to marry a piece of air instead. My next husband might be, have to be a piece of air at this rate. <laughs> I'm going to join Abby's alien dating app. Oh my god, there was something yeah. I wanted to look up because last night I started watching this Netflix thing. Aliens are trending, you guys. Oh my god, I'm so um, sick of talking about aliens. <laughs> oh my god. Who else have you been talking to aliens about? <laughs> Who else did you talk to aliens? Nobody! I'm just sick of it. (laughs) Okay, so there's a new UFO show in the top 10 on Netflix right now called Top Secret UFO Projects Declassified. I watched that. I started watching it last night and my mind was fucking blown. I saw shit I had no idea about. Crazy, right? That, by the way, isn't like conspiracy theory shit. No. The government, the president addressed it. It, Yeah. It was, they scrambled fighter jets. It happened multiple times. Yeah. I was doing my yoga and I was like, what? Yeah, that shit's happening. And then they showed all of the ancient paintings that showed alien spaceships. Yes. Cave art, hieroglyphics. Saucers. Yeah. They showed. I was just really... I mean, it made me feel good because now I just feel like if you, if you don't think they're real, I think you might be the crazy one <laughs> at this point. Or you're stupid. No offense <laughs> if you don't, but... you. You might be. You might need to think about a couple things. There's a great quote I just read. We live in times where smart people are silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. Stupid and soft, yeah. Okay, would you... you you've already told me that you wouldn't go to space. But uh, No way in hell I would go on space. I, w- I can't even go on a fucking roller coaster at Disneyland. Tragic. How would I go into space? What is just being in that tiny vessel? It's the speed. <laughs> no. She's not made for speed, you guys. I don't even like going 70 on the freeway. Oh, no. bless. You had, it was, if it was like a fucking flying hotel like up a there. a chic suit. Yeah. Maybe a sexy guy with pointy ears and a big eyebrow. I'd be into it. Well, gills. No. We'll, we'll <laughs> see what the travel arrangements are for Abby's wedding, because if it's on... The other, the alien planet. Then we're gonna have to. I'm not going if figure it's on, something out. I'm not going. I'll just have to live stream into that one. 
I'm assuming that they have anyway, those capabilities since they've been checking. I hope Instagram. so. I mean, they have Instagram, yeah. I would love to see those profiles. Me too. <sighs> she couldn't give them to us, though, because no. they were top secret. Well, she said they didn't have Instagram profiles. They just tell oh, them they read Instagram. I see. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which, actually, I think an alien would never do because they've got much more important things to do. Yeah, you would think so, right? You know who would do that, though? It's China. Listen, I didn't quite go to space this week, but I did have a fiasco on an airplane that was very entertaining. On your way to New York. Coming home from New York, Jaden Smith was on the plane. Will Smith's son, for anyone who doesn't know who that is. Yeah, I didn't even, I don't know who that is either. Did Will have to tell you? No, actually all the teenage girls that were sitting around us uh, told everybody who was listening. Um, (laughs) And... Apparently, then, in the middle of the flight, there's some hubbub up there in first class. Something's happening. There's there's Ooh. movement. There's kind of flailing and it struggling going off. on. Yes. And then when we land, we're told, ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at the gate, but we must ask everybody to stay seated. There will be um, police coming onto the plane to escort certain uncooperative passengers off first. Apparently, I don't think this had to do with Jaden, but it was all happening at the same time. Very thrilling. It was. He had an SUV drive up to the plane and he got off first. And got in his SUV, even though he was on a commercial flight. And we all had to stay seated while that happened. And then, these cops came on board. That's how she made my blood boil. Can you believe it? That's how she made my blood boil. Sorry, is he, uh, <laughs> a me- is he a fucking member of the CIA? Or is he the president of the United States? Can you Why believe it? Why is everyone staying seated so he can get off on his little fucking RC SUV. That's Los Angeles for you. Then... For fuck's sake, these people need to get a grip of themselves. As if we weren't angry sitting there after the flight had been delayed. For that, police come on the plane and drag people off that did not wear their masks during the flight. Is it illegal not to wear your mask? I'm not sure. Right. I mean, maybe them being disorderly is illegal rather than the mask itself. And then I said really loudly, a little too loudly, oh, I hope they're not going to beat them in public to make an example for the rest of us. It was really disturbing. I don't know what was happening, but these people got dragged off by police officers. By LA police. Yeah. Scary. While we all had to stay in our seats. You know. And everybody had their phones up. Oh, people were filming it. Yeah. How long did you have to sit there and wait for Jaden to be taken off the plane? For Jaden and the cops, it was 25 minutes. I cannot believe that you guys had to sit and wait. The cops thing, whatever, shit happens. But that's actually blown my mind. Yeah, it was wild. The cop thing blew my mind. It, it really scared me because I don't... What, 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 what is that? And where is that headed? And what, what is that? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's just such strict rules about how you can conduct yourself on an airplane. You, you have to comply with... Because of terrorism. They're, like, terrified that it's going to escalate. But the and joke then... is you take your mask off to eat. Oh, you mean with regard to the mask? It was because the passengers were refusing to wear their mask during the flight. Yeah. 
Anyway. I mean, here's the thing. Some people can't wear a mask. Some people have doctor's orders why they can't wear a mask, blah, 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 whatever. I wear my mask. I wear my mask on the flight. You know, if I'm, if I'm sitting in a situation next to somebody like that and on a plane, I've got a green card. I'm not trying to get deported. Wear my mask. Did I enjoy the feeling of wearing a mask to Vegas even for an hour-long flight? Absolutely not. felt horrible. And it got really turbulent, and I was like, I'm going to throw up in this thing. I can't breathe. I'm feeling <laughs> love stressed. To see I'm that. hot. Um, it's tricky. I think that I would find it really, really hard to be on, like, for instance, when I go back to UK, I'm genuinely just like, that's going to be hell on earth wearing a mask all that time. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take little breaks under my blankie. Yeah. So I put a blankie on. <sighs> Calm down for a second. Yep. Bring it back up. Put it back on. Yeah. Yeah, but being in New York was really interesting. I realized that the news really blows it out of proportion, pitting us against other parts of the country, telling us that it's really out of control in other parts of the country. What's out of control? Um, the rise in cases, the mask mandates, right. the vaccine mandates. Yeah. Before I went to New York, I understood from the news that there were vaccines required to even get into a restaurant. Well, that's not just the news. That's what they've said. That wasn't the case at all. Waiters weren't even wearing masks. Yeah. Police officers weren't wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, the joke of it was it happened at one restaurant. To sit inside, you needed to be vaccinated. And the waiter came over and asked a man who had asked to move inside for his vaccine passport he showed him a picture in his phone yeah could have been anyone's yeah could have been fake yeah and that was proof enough yeah ultimately (laughs) ultimately i think that people in general i think establishments do not care they want to stay in business they really don't care livelihoods they have to care they have to be seen to be doing the right thing but i just know from where i spend my time and the people that I know that work in different places they wear their masks inside obviously in the kitchens and all that like anyone that's handling your food or any of that stuff like they're all respectful but ultimately they don't fucking care if you're vaccinated or not they they want they need to make money they yeah. need to survive yeah so the city was doing really great and it was it was nice to see Good. That. So you weren't like you didn't just have to walk around Central Park. No, we, we were not to, like, confined good, <laughs> to good, the good alleyways. Nice we had a great time. Good. It was wonderful. Yeah, and it was really emotional to go through my grandpa's things. Yeah. Much more than I expected. Really. It was hard to leave at the end. Hard to leave that apartment. You didn't think it was going to be bad. No, I just thought it would be closure. But it was. It brought up a lot of stuff, and yeah. it was. It was difficult. You want to keep everything, don't you? That's yeah, that's really, I wanted to keep like, everything. Stressful. The things that I, I got, I got my great grandparents china, carted it back across. Got things like all his playbills. Yeah, he would go to the opera and the symphony and the ballet and theater every night, and his playbills, the programs, Aww. just hundreds, hundreds, and I went through them and took what I could and. His recipes, little box of his oh, recipes that I found, I and like books from 1940, you know, wow. from his youth, and really special things. It was very healing. Okay. And then we just had a blast. We just walked all through Central Park, felt safe. 
so different from LA right now. Oh my god, New York is so... It always has been. Los Angeles is like the walking dead. Los Angeles is... It's just crack. People smoking crack. I saw a video of a man smoking crack in Wendy's. <laughs> in line. In Los Angeles. He just wants his black and white shake and a crack <laughs> pipe for his little afternoon treat. It's just a treat, Lucy. So it got you to thinking. It did get me thinking. About? About maybe possibly expanding my next chapters to the Big Apple. Yes, Queen. I love, honestly, love the idea for you. I absolutely love the idea for you. Yeah. Theatre. Like, why wouldn't you go and be in the home theatre? That's what you love. Will and I were walking in Central Park on our last day there, and we just looked at each other, and we just said, we want to be here. Yeah. I, I, I want to be here. We want to be here. It made so much sense. My, You know you know when that happens inside, the voice speaks to you, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's scary because yeah. you go, uh, no, wait, no. Whoa, mm, that's not whoa, whoa that's, yeah. no, that's... I like my house. I, that's where I'm I live. I'm from California. Yeah. All my family's there. My work is there. My whole life is there. I've never lived outside of California, although I've toured everywhere, but it's not the same. And the second we had that realization, this my whole body went like green light. Yes, that's it. And, you know, then you start feeling like your chest pulls you forward and it pulls you into that decision even mm-hmm. though none of it makes sense and it's super scary mm-hmm. to have and you go wow I'm actually gonna have to confront this I think it would be so good for you as an actress I think it would be so good for you as a person I really 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 strongly believe that if you are in a position to make it happen everyone should live in another city preferably another country or at least like another state and if not another city. Yeah. I think it's really, really important to experience different things because you just don't realise how different one place can be from the other, even if they're like even LA and Santa Barbara are not far apart. Totally different. Oh my worlds. god, different planets, yeah. You know, and New York and LA, completely different planets. Yes. Even London and New York, which are similar in a way as, as cities, are not they they're are, they're kind of sister worlds. cities, they but are, they're totally but they're, different. But they're different worlds, and I think it's really important in our short lives to experience as much as possible. And my nephew is going off to college next week. He was maybe thinking about going somewhere closer to home. Where is he going? He's going to New York. Oh! And I was pushing, 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 pushing. And I never get mouthy about other people's kids' decisions, and... Especially when it comes to kids, I'm very like, let them follow their instincts, let them blah, blah, blah. But with this, I just was like, no fucking way. I don't, don't even look at anything else. You've got this opportunity to go to this incredible, incredible top in the world university in New York. You're going to live in Brooklyn. Wow. It's like, it's not, sure, you're not going to be tailgating and fucking eating nachos and seeing some fat girl's tits in a tavern in Colorado. But (laughs) you're going to be in New York and you're going to be building relationships that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And it's like, do you want to extend your high school years or do you want to start your life? And that's 
was my message oh, to Annabelle, him. Oh, Annabelle, that is important what you just said because I think a lot of people unknowingly, unconsciously want to extend their high school years. People will extend their high school years Forever. into their 50s. Yeah. I know people that still are obsessed with the university they went to in their fucking 60s. Yeah. Which, I, as an English person, cannot get my head around. I can't we either. I didn't even thing. go to my high school reunions, and my friends were appalled. They Right up until the night, they just thought I was lying. And I said, I'm literally not going. I will stay home in my pajamas rather than go to that. It's not a part of my life. I don't care. It's high school. I don't remember it. I, I don't care. When you're in it, I think as well, when you're in high school... You think it's the you? It's like this is fucking. It's your whole world. This is the most important thing in the world, and it's like it's literally not. You will not even remember most of this, and I think that we can do that in different ways in different phases of our lives massively. I did it in my twenties with loads of things. One of the things I regret so much. I don't have a lot of regrets, but one of the things I regret so much was when I left school. I would made the choice not to go to university, which I think was absolutely the right choice for me. Mm. As the person that I was at that time. Mm-hmm. I do want to go to uni when I know that the time is right. Mm. I knew I was going to go. I knew I would end up doing some music or Really? You might go school. back? Yeah, I really want to. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, do you I, know I, what you'd like to study? I really... I think I'll probably end up doing psychotherapy mm-hmm. or psychology, something like that. Um, I had initially thought about doing maybe anthropology, but now my interest has shifted more into kind of analytical and therapeutic stuff so that would be what I would want to do but what I would have done then is spent £30,000 going to university to do a degree in music exactly which a fine arts degree you know or something like that which is fine nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing wrong with that if if that's not really understanding who you what what you wanted to focus in on yet absolutely for me it would have been completely the wrong decision for my nephew it's absolutely the right decision he's gonna end up in advertising in media his arts degree and his business degree that he's doing is gonna take him for me i just knew it wasn't right Mm -hmm. for me yeah um i also think that children unless you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer i think you should be made to do a gap year yeah we don't have that in america to figure out who the fuck you are the number of people i know that i went to school with who went to university and just picked any old course because they knew that they had to pick something rather than going, do you know what? I'm going to travel for a year. I'm going to work. I'm Is gonna... that common in England? I mean, for most people, yeah. People either leave school and go straight to work. Obviously, is, there's a massive socioeconomic uh, influence in people's choices here. So mm-hmm. every rich person takes sure. a gap year. right, yeah. Every middle class person, every upper middle class person... If you are poor or working class, your you option, go to work. you go to work. Right. Or you go straight into uni. And... To get trained to work as quickly as possible. Yeah, because yeah. that's your fucking options. Yeah, you you're have not, to. You're not given other options as right. a person. Um, and I wish that there were systems in place for people to not have to do that. Yeah. Um, one thing I've noticed in America as well, you guys don't really have trade colleges. So everyone's forced to go and it's do these common. $100,000 degrees that you get into debt for. Mm-hmm. When for a lot of people, they'll never use, they go and do fucking communications or something. Right. It's like a lot of these people would have been so much better suited if they had known or had the option that they could go to a trade school and do 
learn to be a plumber or an electrician or do interiors or any trade. But the thing is, I think options aren't made available to people. And you just shut, obviously, the uh, university industrial complex in America tells you that you have to go to university. It's powerful. Um, it's you a know, powerful it's just, machine, yeah. It's, just, it's a fucking cult. You know, it's like, it's just another tool to <laughs> yeah, streamline people. To and, make you fall into line, exactly. And, and for some people, for doctors, lawyers, unless you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer... Or a teacher or a professor. Why the fuck are you going to university? <laughs> just to come out the other side and without, not be able to get a job in what you're trained for. $100,000 worth of debt. Like, imagine if you just were like, do you know what? I'm going to go and work in Target for a year. My friends are still paying off their student loans. We know a doctor 15 years in later. her 50s who just paid off her student loan. A very successful, wealthy doctor. It's such a stupid, stupid setup. You know, it's just a, it just it's a scam for people, and yeah, I just it is. think if there's any question in your mind about what you're gonna do, I think just take a beat. Yeah, take a beat. Um, yeah. So I think that I have an exciting chapter ahead of me in New York, and it you just, live in a new city. It feels so right to expand my work there because now that I'm getting a lot of international auditions through my London agent. You know, it makes sense to be mm-hmm. in the middle. It makes sense for Will being in the middle mm-hmm. of Los Angeles and England now that I have extended family over there now. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, it's going to be a dream. Just going to the theater, the ballet, the symphony, basically just all your carrying passions. on my grandpa's legacy. Yeah, <laughs> I'll That's be there nice. with all the elder... No, I think it's a big resurgence of young people who are interested in all of that. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense for me to be there. And, and I think for Will as well, it seems more his vibe as yeah. far as, like, he won't have to get a car, he won't have to do a lot of the things that no. are big obstacles when you move here. Yeah. Going back to the uni thing, did you go to uni? No, I didn't. When I graduated high school, I... I, I, I made like a half-assed attempt and I went to Santa Monica City College Yeah. for music. Yeah. And it lasted maybe three months. And I knew I wanted to be working as a musician. So yeah. I just, I started, I, I went to a bowling alley one night in Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. And I met this group of young people and there was a, a magician in the group, oh, okay. which we've talked about magicians before, and I said that I had a kind of a bad run-in with a magician yeah. in the past. I was Spooky a little, people. little bitter about it. Yeah, uh, I became friends with this magician who's very famous now, has his own Netflix show, and mm-hmm. and and I ended up moving into a house with him in Hollywood mm-hmm. called the Wilton. Mm-hmm. It's not called the Wilton; it's on Wilton. But we called it the Wilton, and I've spoken of it before, but just so many, so many people who are super fucking famous now. We all live there together, yeah. and it was a pretty wild, wild time. There's been a television show made about it and all kinds Hussa. of stuff. Yeah, they made like a, a TV show that was going to go to the CW, and it didn't get picked up, but a lot of great things came out of that for everybody. And Really? And God, we all played ourselves. Really? Yeah, I'm in it. I played myself we all played like ourselves pretty much and my friend lee toland krieger directed it who he now directs you and riverdale and shadow and bone 
Um, yeah, all kinds of things. So a lot of amazing things came out of those years. But when I moved to Hollywood, it was right out of high school. And all I knew to do was just to meet people. So I yeah. would go to shows and introduce myself and became friends with Ashley Simpson there. Mm -hmm. And that's, oh, how, and that's how you got that job and did that tour. tour with yeah. Her, yeah. And so you just wanted started to work. it. Yeah, I just so I didn't go to university. I just I just started touring. And right? do you have any regrets about not going to uni? Oh or? no, no, no. I hated school. I always hated school. I was so bad. Like, I, was I was so bad, bad it, in yeah. school. I can, I honestly, you know how some people you can tell like I could know that you didn't go to university. Yeah. Just cuz like you know I didn't go to university. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just not we're not that kind of people. No, no. no. I'm looking forward to going because I know when I go I'm going to be able to focus i'm going to be able to financially support myself yeah i'm going to be able to actually get the absolute you'll actually most get from something it. from it now whereas now if i'd gone to university none of it would be in there no it'd be gone no it's not it's not designed for it to stick in you it's designed it's me <laughs> it's designed for you to cram to get through to do your exams your exams and, and then it's yeah. gone come on i did i went to college like a trade type thing for studio engineering. What the hell? I can barely. Yeah, set I'm the one that engineers up. our damn podcast. Yeah, I can barely. Set, I did a whole thing, paid for everything. Did a whole thing. I was stupid, stupid. Didn't go in. I think that's like a lie that we tell ourselves when we get you get passed over in the public system and you're not getting the yeah. attention you need. Yeah. And then you just assume that you're stupid. Yeah. Totally. That's what happened to me when I was young. Because I'd been in that private school mm -hmm. until I was 12. And then mm -hmm. when I came to public school, mm -hmm. I was a ship lost at sea. I had no compass, yeah. no nothing. Nobody told me. I'd never done a book report. I didn't know what the Pledge of Allegiance was. I didn't wear a bra. That, the fact <laughs> that you guys do that at school is honestly like bone chilling to me. That's wild, isn't the it? Of yeah, they stood up that first day. I'll never forget it. Put their hand over their heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United blah, blah, blah. And I'm just looking around. That is so wild to me. My God. Because my private school was, was, I mean, Rudolf Steiner, who created Waldorf education, was Austrian. So yeah. I basically grew up as a German. Yeah, he went me doing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but that was a harsh, harsh kick in the face public school for me and I never had a good time I could never figure it out I just couldn't what, what age were I you didn't when think you that way I was 12 why did they put you in that school money because my dad was paying for me yeah but I had a brother and sister who didn't have the same dad mm -hmm. and I was in that private school and then when it came time where my brother and sister got old enough to mm -hmm. go to school, all three of us couldn't stay in that private school together. So they decided instead of separating us that they would move us all to the you same school. You couldn't stay in a private school? No. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Sorry, just making my blood boil. <laughs> but you know what? My best friends in my life are from those years when so, I came to public school. Okay, and so academically not so hot, but as a person you made friends and it was a good experience. Absolutely, yeah. I just didn't have the private attention that I was used to mm -hmm. in that schooling where in that's come on, that's why you pay for private schools yeah, because you don't get passed you over. Yeah, yeah. You you get the focus and attention from your tu your 
yeah. teachers. No, and exactly. I just didn't know how to function without that. And nobody... Your parents didn't support you. No, that. nobody. No, they, they didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah. They didn't know. So I just when thought... I went from private school to public school, I was like... Yeah, how did you do? Because you were in that damn boarding school and yeah. crazy Harry Potter school. Yeah, I went to loads of boarding schools. So then what age were you when you went to public school? I was 14. Yeah. And I went from being in sequestered away in like Harry Potter style with only girls that was my first school my second school was co-ed very Uh. liberal school which got more and more strict and then I was the first in a line of many people to get expelled from that school Um, and then the next school I went to was somewhere between the two it was co-ed but it was uh, that was in Eastbourne in England near the southeast so like near brighton Mm -hmm. and that was i only stayed there for a term because it was way too strict for me after going to the is that where you got tattled on first for trying to save the bunny no that was my liberal school but our wonderful not my fucking bunny hoodie has come from (laughs) not your fucking bunny it was my fucking bunny. Not your fucking bunny. It was my fucking bunny. It was your fucking bunny. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't her fucking stupid. Listen to that episode if you haven't heard it. It's amazing. Yeah, Annabelle expands on what she's mentioning now, which is that she got expelled from every private school she ever went to okay. because she was a troublemaker. But anyways, and so then, then public went, school, and then I went to public school. Were you able to get grades? Acclimate? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> I survived. That was good enough. Me too. I fucking survived. I fucking survived and my mom had to go to the principal's office when it came time to graduate. I don't know what she did there, there but was... I graduated. I didn't graduate, but that's because I had to take care of my mom and drop out of school when my mom was ill. But My I... mom pulled a Forrest Gump. <laughs> I love that when parents go down to the office and they're like, you fucking listen to me right now, motherfucker. What she I would do with... that for my kid. I'd do that for any kid. I'd do that for your kid. Thank you. Okay, I'll remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I survived because I'd gone from this school that was like, oh, posh people and their mummies and daddies picked them up in their Land Rovers and took them home to their country estates. And then I went to the school where kids were like shanking each other and, <coughs> and like beating each other up and people were waiting. Did like, you have to ride a bus? gangs were waiting outside and it was a predominantly black, like, uh, black kids and then it was maybe 20% Turkish, 5% white. And so as a white kid, I really stood out. (laughs) And not just as a white kid, but also as an alternative white kid, as a posh white kid, all of that. Did you get bullied? Oh, mercilessly. Really? Yeah. So I made friends with... There was one girl who ended up being my best friend. Classic Annabelle Jones move. Um, (laughs) Who, like, was the biggest bully to the other girls. I watched her grab a girl's hair once and just fucking slap the girl around the face. So you said, I need to be best friends with her. I saw her, like, she was just awful. And her name was... Was really funny, actually. Really, really funny. She used to wear, like, three pairs of jeans because she was too skinny. And she thought she was too skinny. Um, so she was just funny. She had such charisma and such, like, attitude. And and she was tall and beautiful. And she used to pick on me. And I could tell it was heating up. And I knew that I was... She used to threaten me. And 
other girls would say that, that and they would they'd wait for me outside school oh, to beat me scary. up and all of that yeah it was really scary um but what i did when it started to get real like i know it's coming i know i'm gonna get beaten up i know that they're waiting for me outside school is i made friends with the leader of like the turkish kids a guy called mustafa Mustafa? And he was like six foot seven, built like a fucking. Was he eleven? Tank. (laughs) Was like fourteen or something. Built like an absolute tank. And I remember one day I just went up to him and I said, "Hey, can you walk me to the tube? And can you come?" I said, "I've noticed that you get off at the same tube stop as me. Will you walk me?" And I just remember looking up at him with pleading eyes, just like, "Please fucking help me." So then I started riding home with him every day. And he did it. He did it. And then we became friends. And then once he accepted me, other people accepted me. Also, I had his protection. That was so smart. That's a fucking survival. That's what I'm saying to you. You can survive in this world. (laughs) That's so smart. I'm not trying to get shanked or have my hair pulled like that Egyptian girl. Scary. They threw scissors at the teachers and chairs. I don't know if I could have done that. I would have just sat down in the street and just... Well, I stopped going in after a while, and then my mum got ill, and I just was like, fuck it, I'm not going back to that place. Wow. And then I got a little boyfriend called Aaron, he was so sexy. Oh, was he Turkish? No, he was black, and then, so then the black kids accepted me, because Aaron and I had a little ting going on. Smart, look at you. Just... Well, I didn't, I wasn't dating Aaron because he was black and I wanted to fit in, I was dating Aaron because he was sexy. Cause... Aaron, where are you, boo-boo? Aaron! <laughs> I wonder where he is. Aaron, right into the show. I bet he, he was such a sweet boy. You don't remember boy. his last name? No, I don't remember anyone's last names. I wish. Stacy and Aaron, I would love to reconnect with them. Stacy was gas. She was funny as fuck. We became best friends. Like, we were to, after I won her over, we were just together all the time. Because she was mad. And she thought I was mad. Because we were coming from these different worlds. Yeah. So together, it was just like trouble. Team <laughs> oh, rubble. Oh, God. Smoked a lot of marijuana. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I remember at the time it felt huge. I felt I'm never going to recover from this. This is traumatizing. Am I dumb? I'm it's not your re- whole world at the time. Oh my God. And you think that this is who you're going to be for the rest of your life. I know I've said this a lot of times on the pod that when you have a label, it's really hard to get rid of. When you're in that situation, Yes. So at school, if you have a label, it's hard to get rid of. If at college you have a label, or at uni you have a label, yeah, it's hard to get rid of. But once you leave that phase of your life, that label doesn't exist anymore, no. babe. Poof. Gone. It's just like when you go to New York, Samantha Jones. Samantha <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Same as Lucy Walsh, I'm running off fucking New York. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna get a corner office in uh, Times Square and just... Go to town. <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do in my office at Times Square, but I'll think yeah. of something. No, I don't have anything to do in there. I'm just going to sit in there and be fabulous. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> Fucking hell, I cannot... I hope that this comes through. I hope you move to New York. You know what? I was just talking about New York this morning, and now I'm going to have a reason to go there. You are. Yeah, you're going to have a penthouse apartment to come stay at. <laughs> uh, listen... I think that this I think that this is also important about this conversation is that people stay in the same area close to where they were born sometimes. Yeah. Because of 
what we just said. You just like mommy, daddy, auntie. It's you guys, just your little world. You got to cut that umbilical cord. You do, and I think for me, there was so much ego about being in Los Angeles oh, because yeah. that's where the that's where the movies are. Well, I'm guess in LA. what? I have friends Fabulous. I'm like, no. who just bought houses in Jersey, who just booked a lead in a show in LA and have to come back. I mean, there's no boundaries, especially now after COVID with everything being mm-hmm. cast from self-tapes. It's really wonderfully freed us up. Yeah, yeah, it really has. And you've got family here, you're always going to be coming back here. Of course. And and I'm just excited to free that ego up and just loosen up on on the confines of what I thought life was supposed to be. I had a really profound dream the other night. I was walking through London yeah. with Priyanka Chopra. Okay. Okay. Hopefully it was a prophecy. I think it was. It felt like one. It felt like one of those dreams we talk about. Yeah. You know, where it's like... A message. Hitting you in the face. Yeah. And, and if it doesn't, I can hit you in the face. Okay, good. I love when you hit me. <laughs> and I know Priyanka. I don't know Priyanka, but I know her work yeah. on a TV show called Quantico. Yeah. And she's fabulous. And then, of course, she went on to marry the Jonas brother and whatever. And he's 10 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. And so her and I were walking through the streets of London. And we were going somewhere. We were on a mission. And we were discussing being with younger men. Mm -hmm. And we were laughing and we were talking about, you know, how people have these opinions about it and kind of all the gossip you have to deal with. And Is it? Do you actually have to deal with that? Yeah. You do? It's interesting, yeah. From who? Well, people have a very different view of an older woman being with a younger man than they would oh with an God, older man. It's very when it's an older man, it's like, yeah, good. It's very accepted that, you know, a sixty year old man would be with a twenty two year old. But when a woman in her thirties gets with a man in his twenties, it's like <gasps> the ho. Okay. What was the name of your cabin? The Ho Hut. The Ho Hut. Go back to your Ho Hut, <laughs> you slut. Like, have you actually experienced people have people said stuff to you? Not straight out, but yeah, they go, wait. Oh yeah, they have a lot to say with their eyes. I love it. I think it's fabulous. And so does Priyanka God. Chopra. So her and I were titillated and giggling about just this common thing that we shared. Yeah. And, and just we Just you and Prinny. Just me and Yanka. Oh, just you and Yanka. <laughs> that's what I call her. I love it. That's what that's your nickname for her. Yeah. No, I like Prinny better. So me and Yanka got to this hole in the sidewalk. It was okay. like this hole in the ground. Sounds like a Neil Gaiman book. Yes, it does. And it was water. Uh-huh. Dark black water. Okay. And she jumps down in the water. <gasps> and she was in like a trench coat with a purse, full outfit, full hair and makeup. She says, come on, let's go. This is how we're getting <clears throat> to where we have to go. And I said, what? I was horrified. I said, pretty, I can't go down there. <laughs> and she said, don't worry. You're going to be fine. It's fun. Just let go. Surrender. Just loosen up. Just loosen up and join me. And she goes down under the water and she's gone. And I'm freaking out. There's no bubbles, no nothing. She's just gone into the black water. And I'm looking around and and I can hear her. She's still talking to me and she's going, come on, it's fine. Just come in. So I, I'm terrified. I'm so scared. I get down in this water and I go under the water. And it's total Harry Potter disapparating where you get squeezed when you disapparate. Oh, shit. 
and you go to a new location and it took me on this water slide and I'm squeezed and I can't breathe and I'm going really fast and then I come out <gasps> in this store and she's there and we're all dry Yeah. and it's the most beautiful store I've ever seen. They had just everything you can imagine and it was all perfectly me. It was antiques and warm light and crystals and clothes and furniture and tapestries mm. and books. Oh, it was a treasure trove. Yeah. And it was warm and smelled nice and it was just bliss. It was so happy in there. And, and I thought, finally, a place that has everything that I love. And I woke up from this dream and it was very profound to me. And the yeah. message was surrender. Everything you think you know about the way your life is supposed to be. And it's all waiting for you on the other side of that. Lucy, Goosey, Lucy. Okay, so I bet she's going to New York. I think so. I mean, I haven't officially announced it yet, but I'll share, yes, with, just said. I'll share with the listeners that it is a whisper in my consciousness. Okay. Um, we'll see how this develops. Can you do me a favor this week? Can you please get on these mock-ups of your shack name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we're dying to know what you're going to land on. I mean, are you dying to know? Yes, I am, because I'm going to come sleep there. I can't wait for this thing to you be can't built. You come into my ho-hut. How far are you out from being done with it? Like a month. We just only leveled everything off and made the foundations in. Do you need help? Do you want me to come and like, What the fuck kind of help, help are you, you going to I don't know. I could like make lemonade for you guys while you're hammering. I'm not hammering anything. You think I'm helpful? What are you doing in the process? Paying for it. Just pointing to yeah. things and telling the strapping young men that you've hired where yeah. you want things And then they just done. don't listen because I don't know what I'm talking about. They're weed. just like, honey, leave anything. it to us. Yeah, so I just go inside and I say, hey, do you need a drink? Are you hungry for a sandwich? Now, do they look like the cast of Thunder from Down Under? Yes. Because I, I picture that's who you're having build oh, it your is. cabin. They weren't hired for their skills in <laughs> cabin making. No resume oh, no. needed. The shed's going to take longer? Terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> Better go make some more cookies. White chocolate chip, knowing you. <laughs> All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.